This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. 25 minutes before midday. And don't forget that after the 12 o'clock news, we have Pabi Muloi on Power Lunch from 12 until the hour 3, 3 to 6. The Power Drive with Tabiso Chovicha Kotani, as well as Fifi Matsela. And of course, 6 to 8, Nolutando Mtondi Mulambo on the Power Business. And of course, from 8 to midnight, Denzel Taylor on the Power Perspective. As we go towards the end of the show, a very interesting uh, topic about um, the DNA uh, pertaining to uh, ancestral roots. And this is the Culture Corner, by the way, being a Wednesday. And to help us understand uh, the issue of tracing uh, your roots, your ancestor ancestry through DNA. It's it's quite fascinating for me and I'm looking forward to hear what uh, Dr. Tsitsi Shenja has to say about this thing as general practitioner at Easy DNA South Africa. Dr. Tsitsi, good morning to you. Welcome to Power. Good morning, sir. How are you? Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to have you. Very interesting. You know, issues of ancestors... Uh, they are cultural in nature. Yes. Okay. Yes. And um, as we're growing up, you'll hear things. You are named yes. after your grandparents, your great-great-parents, yes. and so on and so forth. Yes. But there's always be a challenge when coming to issues of paternity at times, and yes. so on and so forth. Yes. But I'm just interested in why the interest of DNA going through the ancestral route. Why this thinking and why the approach of using DNA to track your roots? Um, I think uh, there's uh, many facets to this. You could look at it as, from a perspective where, for example, um, because people have migrated a lot, you're there by yourself. Uh, maybe all the other relatives passed away or you just really don't know you were adopted. Um so you'd like to know what what are my roots? Where do I come from? So that's the only other way in the event that there's no grandfather to tell you the story or there's no uncle, there's no parents who can give you that information. That's the next best level way of unlocking this secret, basically. Wow. Yeah. Dr. because our strength as Africans, it's in this narrating you know yes the stories yes through aura yes. you know so to say this is what happened so you, you're mentioning something very interesting to say what if you don't have people who will narrate this particular story exactly what next but i want us to look at this thing that we are beginning to see uh, yeah. within you know different african people yeah. uh, issues of family tree and um, it's, mm -hmm. it's getting it's gaining momentum lately you hear different families saying no we're working on our family tree family yeah. tree yeah. is that the f the first start towards towards the this particular process it depends so the clients i've had have different reasons why they want to know their background so yes yeah, some definitely want to fill the gaps on their family tree some have got medical conditions that they want to find out where it came from. Um, some, 
like I said, they just generally want to know. Uh, they're now in America. Where did my ancestors come from originally? You know, are they African or am I purely American? Stuff like that. Or am I South African or did my family actually come from Lesotho or something like that? You know, so mm. it's, it depends what you're looking for, what answers. But yes, definitely some want to fill the gap on the family tree. Mm. Yeah. Interesting that uh, Owen, just now a technical producer, was telling us about a, a player in Tanzania, you know, because we're busy yes. with the Africa Cup of Nations. We're yes. watching all this thing. Yeah. And the same name is Chabalala. Chabalala. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he says he was shocked. Obviously, I was yes. like shocked. So <laughs> it really shows that this thing, it's, it's quite global. Yeah. But Dr. Tzitz, you mentioned something very interesting. You say when your your clients approach you for different reasons. Yes. Wow. Even people approached you for, for, for different reasons. Yes. But maybe before we, 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 we go there, what do you do as a DNA expert? What, what, is, what is your function? What do you do? Um, so I'm affiliated with a company called Easy DNA. It's not South African based. It's overseas based. Um, but we they've got offices in the different countries. So I'm responsible for the South African clientele. So um, I take calls. I answer questions. Um, set up appointments if they want to come in and uh, get samples taken. I take the samples on their behalf. Um also follow up on results to make sure that clients get the results and um, also with the processing of the payments because the payment obviously has to be converted from rents to dollars mm-hmm. to US dollars yes all right now I just want you to simplify the process for us so that we can understand and obviously we respect the 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 client you know patient privacy and yes, so on yes. but just to give us a practical example of somebody who approached you without mentioning names and yeah. what do they say yeah, because you mentioned that that different uh, approaches and then yeah. just tell me the first for instance the first batch of clients that were focusing on this thing yeah and then what was the process after you've interviewed them um, so I'll give an example, and yes, without mentioning names, one gentleman came all the way from the United States. He's moving to South Africa, so he wants to know who his South African parents are because he was told that the parental lineage is South African. Um, so I think it could also eventually help with the paperwork, with home affairs, if the South African roots are traced that he really is South African. So could also be because you want help with the paperwork. Some uh, said we wanted to find out if we've got British roots because you see the problems in South Africa. People are leaving. So I think with the results, it would make it easier to get your British passports and stuff. Yeah. 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 But let, let's go back to the American example. Yeah. Um, the, the, the client has been told that there's your, your parents, for instance, your ancestors yes. are in the motherland, in, yes. Af- in the mother continent, but in South Africa specifically. Yes. And then, then he approaches um, <clears throat> Dr. Titi Schenger there to say, I'm being told that my, my ancestor is here. Yes. And then what happens next? What, what do you guys do? 
to um, assist this person in terms of determining whether indeed the ancestors are here in South Africa or not. Okay, so we um, have specific kits for specific tests. So in his case, it would be an ancestry testing kit. Um, he purchases one for about close to 3,000 rands. It's 2,850. And um, you then do mouth swaps for him. So our tests are done overseas, like I said. So mm. we work mostly with mouth swaps, but with other tests, we can use blood, we can use hair, nails, um, uh, shavings, you know, stuff like that. There's different forms. But the non-standard sample, if you use that, which is anything which is not a mouth swap, you're going to pay a bit extra. If I'm not mistaken, I think uh, 1,600 rands for any other, like your hair, nail samples. So in that case, we used uh, mouth swaps. Um, he fills out the form. Um, he says, what exactly does he want? Because it asks on the form. Mm. Do you want to find out where your ancestors came from only? Or do you want to particularly find out mother, father lineage as well? Because you can find out that as to the specific dot. Mm. Yeah. Um, then we send it through to America for testing. Mm. And then you should get your results in like four to five weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So once the results are out. Yeah. So now, how do you, how do you link them to, to people that that he doesn't know that are maybe in South Africa or so on? Because you have taken the swabs or yes. whether blood or it doesn't matter hair, whatever it yeah. has gone through yeah. uh, to to your labs. Yeah. They process them. Results are out, and then how do you then move it to the stage where you will draw a conclusion uh-huh. that your your ancestors are here? All right. So it then gives you a report, a very detailed report. It's got percentages of what's the probability that you are South African. Um, And um, it uses a database. So there's a large database of other results that they already have that this particular DNA comes from South Africa. So it's sort of uh, meshed according to that database to say, oh, yeah, okay, this DNA definitely is from South Africa using that database. So um, there's a very large, I think, I, I, I can't even quantify it, of a database where that's how you then pinpoint and say, yes, definitely this guy has roots in South Africa. And it will give you a percentage. So it can say 20%. Maybe because, yes, at some point they were in South Africa, they know to give you, if they migrated now they're in Zimbabwe, 10% are now in Zim, and then maybe they carried on moving and some are now in Tanzania, it'll give you 5% of them are now in Tanzania. Then they carried on moving, some are now overseas, it'll now say uh, 1% is in America, which could be him who is the 1% in America. Mm. So it'll give you sort of a timeline of who started where and where everyone is who has that type of DNA. So, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But now, this database that you're talking about, that that they're going to use the results of the American uh, chip to ascertain whether it's through the ancestors are South African or whatever. Mm -hmm. When was it collected? How was it 
compile this particular database that's going to help you to connect the clients that are inquiring about their ancestry through DNA? Um, so there's lots of people, believe it or not, who um, have submitted their specimens and are also looking for their people. So uh, it's been collected over many years. So um, I can't even say since when, but uh, it's it's more than 10 years, definitely. Um, so then they use that database of other people who've also submitted their um, samples and we now know that so and so is from this area that's how we get it to uh, give us a result but it won't obviously say Mr. Chabalala is your dad it yeah. doesn't give you that uh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. it will just say um, yes you've got South African roots 20% and your your maternal lineage is from Eastern Cape or your paternal lineage is from KwaZulu-Natal things like that but then we can't say your address is number five, <laughs> what, what, you know, <laughs> not to that exact um, detail. Yeah. Yeah. So then you'd have to, if you find out that your people are in Eastern Cape, like one lady, she came all the way from Australia. She found out that her roots are actually in Zimbabwe. She then uh, came to find out now in Zimbabwe, like, which hospital she was born in and uh, which, where this family is from. And she found them. But at least the DNA had linked her to Zimbabwe. Mm. Yeah. So. Yo, I called. 12 yes. minutes before noon, I'm in conversation yeah. with um, Dr. Titi Shenje, general practitioner at Easy DNA South Africa. And of course, this is the culture corner this Wednesday morning, uncovering one's ancestral roots through DNA testing. So let's talk about the reliability now. Yes. Uh, because you mentioned sometimes percentage and whatever. Mm-hmm. What is the reliability factor? Um, it, it's 100% reliable. So if it says your ancestors are from Tanzania, definitely that's where they're from. Uh, then you would now have to do more groundwork to go there and find out exactly. Um, your surname is Shenji. Do you guys have Shenjis that were here before? You know, I'm asking around in Tanzania until somebody has information. You go to the archives, you go wherever you go, hospitals, you know, um, wherever you get information about your surname, mm. then you dig deeper by yourself, but at least it's giving you a starting point, so to speak. So it is very accurate. Yeah. Yeah. So Dr. Titi, you're talking about different lines, obviously being inspired by different things or influenced or informed by by different uh, things, by different activities, by different situations to come and approach you guys uh, to say, we need to trace, to, to trace our roots. We need to know where we are coming from. Have you experienced a situation where it lined, it's saying through my dreams? Yeah. um, You know, I I keep on dreaming these issues and whatever, and they're leading me, they're telling me this part of things, but now I want to use the science. I want to use the DNA to trace that. Have you experienced that? Not really. Excuse me. Um, Not really dreaming for an ancestry test, but for a paternity... No, no, it's not, not an ancestry test, but yeah. to say, 
I keep on dreaming about maybe I'm a I'm I'm from Ghana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm yeah. I'm from Kumasi in Ghana. Yes, yes. Uh, and then I said, but how can I find that? Then I had, yeah. oh, okay, there's this company that do DNA testing, yeah. whatever. Let yeah. me approach them. Mm. I've only the dreamer part, so to speak. I've only <laughs> <laughs> experienced that with the paternity test, ah, okay. where mm. um, one child said she kept on having problems. Spiritual problems. I, I don't really know much about the spiritual spiritual world, but yeah. um, then she went wherever she went to consult, and they told her that she needs to do a DNA test. That's the closest, but not for um, like a where do I come from perspective. Mm. It was more like go and look for your father, and then these things will stop bothering you. Then she did look for her dad and they eventually came for a DNA test to prove that he is the father or not. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay. But um, yeah, I think that's the closest. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I want us to also look at, because uh, these things can be influenced by obviously the migration of people. Yeah. Uh, and in some instances, forced migration. Yes. Um, we know, for instance, that the African continent has been uh, the biggest victim yeah. of uh, of forced migration through slavery, where yes. people were taken yes. uh, from from the continent, the buffalo soldiers they call them, yeah. to, to 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 different countries and so on and so forth. Yeah. So, in terms of your clientele, from which countries do you find uh, have you managed to sort of put stats in terms of? Mm-hmm. Inquiries are they yeah. coming more from Americans, from Australians, from New Zealanders, and so on? Yeah. What are the nationalities of people who are using your services mostly? It's mostly um, international clients. It's not the locals. Um, so it's also mostly white patients, well, clients rather. Um, the blacks, I think we kind of know where we come from because we are here. We are already in Africa, mm. whereas they want to know the African roots or whatever other roots they're looking for. Um, and also maybe because they are the ones with the money to do that. Yeah. Um, mm. Most of the black folks, they think about spending 3,000 rands to find out where I come from. <laughs> Might not be something they're really interested in. Um, yeah, so it's mostly your... your um, Europeans, your Americans, Australia, mm. but South Africa, not so much. Yeah. Not so much. Yeah. I had an inquiry once from a South African client, a black guy, but he never went through with it when we talked about the pricing and everything. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting indeed. I mean, conversation with um, uh, Dr. Tsitsi Shenje, a general practitioner at Easy DNA South Africa uncovering one's ancestral roots through DNA testing. So if you want to weigh in on this conversation, it's a bit of a interesting and tricky one for me, but uh, quite fascinating um, in terms of how people can use the power of science or the art of science to locate their roots. Um, yeah, and, and, and we're talking about globally here. It's a, it's a global concept. So the number to call is 0861 You can also tweet us at PowerFM987, hashtag PowerTalk, or tweet me directly at Murio Muriano. So 
normally we um reason why I asked about the the type of clientele Dr. Titi because I'm just thinking for instance of African Americans. Yes. Okay. Um some of them even went on to to change their names. Yes. Um I remember growing up uh looking at the album of the OJs, for yeah, instance, you yeah, know? Yeah. So you see the OJs and then you've got a, car, a guy calling himself Ndugu, you it know? Is. So and it was fascinating for us because, yeah. he's a, you know, as an, he's an African, you could yeah. see it's a nickname or whatever, but because it's a it's a name and a surname, but, you know, whether it's a nickname, but you say Ndugu there. And you said, yeah. how does that come about and so on? Yeah. But is it, a matter of not maybe finding too many inquiries from African Americans because they know where they originate, or have you ever encountered mm -hmm. any inquiries from African Americans in terms of their ancestry? Yeah, it's that uh, that gentleman I talked about. He came all the way, but usually because, like I said, EasyDNA is overseas based. The lab is in America. Mm. Um, they've got some satellites in. Australia, London. So usually they do it there. Ah, yeah. okay, yeah. yeah. Mm. So um, we never get to find out like the actual numbers or whatever. Mm. So we are dealing mostly with just your like SADC. Mm. I get patients from Zimbabwe, South African clientele, but mostly they want paternity tests. I ah. think the problem in Africa is knowing if the child is yours or not. Mm. Yeah, that's what they worried about mostly. <laughs> yeah. And, and you say that is the the biggest inquiry in terms of... The biggest, of, I would say 99.99% yeah. is paternity testing. That's our bread and butter every single day. Oh, really? Yes. And then you proceed with it. And then what, what are the results mostly? <laughs> It's a mixture. Yeah. Sometimes it's a zero percent doesn't match. Sometimes wow. it's matching. Yeah. yeah, it is just a mixed bag. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, interesting. And and basically, it's people from the Sadek region inquiring about paternities. Yeah. Yeah. From there. Yeah. I think even all the way up to Congo, we've had uh, patients from Angola, Congo also coming through. Yeah. Yeah, but it's also paternity. It's also <laughs> It's not. <laughs> It's not <laughs> ancestral. No. <laughs> okay, Doctor Zizi, I'm going to request you to put on the okay. uh, to put on the cans. I've got a caller on the line there. Right. It's um, yeah, William from Johannesburg. Uh, William, good morning to you. Welcome. Morning, my brother. Uh, thank you for welcoming me, and morning to the to the doctor. Morning, sir. How are you? All right, yourself. Good, thanks. Good, thanks. Um, so I've got a friend of mine. Um. She's in South Africa. She was born here, but she's a Swazi nationality. So uh, her mom gave birth in South Africa. She passed away, and then she was moved back to Swaziland. Uh -huh. She came back about a decade ago to study in South Africa. Mm -hmm. So now um, I just wanted to ask that um, if she were to go through the DNA, uh, uh, through your DNA services, um, how, that, how can that help her in relation to her application with uh, home affairs? Um, yeah, so that's a good one. Home affairs definitely wants a DNA test lately if you're not South African. So okay. let's say the mother is, is from another country and the father is South African or the other way around. 
they yeah. want the DNA test to prove parentage. Um, so she would uh, definitely, um, like, it, it would help her case if she could prove. Yeah, because she's got family here in South Africa. Yeah. Uh, he's got some language in South Africa. Yeah. Um, that are, I'm, I'm, I'm not a doctor, but I would believe that there can be some lineage identity of some sort. Oh, that's great. If there's family, it makes it even easier. So we can test with an aunt, with a grandmother, with a cousin, yeah, sure. or sure. whoever's available, and uh-huh. prove that they're related. So it's called a relationship mm-hmm. test. And then mm-hmm. uh, you use the results to apply at home affairs to say I'm related to this family and, and it, it helps with your case, definitely. Okay, okay thank you. Thank, thank you very much, William, there from Johannesburg. Very briefly, Dr. Tsitsi, because we are out of time. Yes. Uh, why is DNA testing so expensive? Um, can you break down their cost fee, uh, their cost of fee uh, fee breakdown? Uh, actually, it's a, it's a question that has been sent to me by by my good doctor there, yeah. uh, because saying because so many people are being, um, uh, but in the call it hands ball, leap behind you, whatever. So yeah. people claim that this is your child and it's not. But yeah. the question is, can why are these DNA tests so expensive? Can't you lower the prices? Uh, well, with us, for our particular lab, Easy DNA, like I said, it's overseas. So there's costs of shipping and, you know, getting the kit. So we get the kits overseas. They courier to us here. So that's a cost. Then we have to ship them back for testing. That's another cost. Then we have to pay the lab for the testing. That's the cost. So we've tried with all that in mind to still be market-related with our pricing. So mm. um, Maybe we must change the business model and do it locally, <laughs> localize it, and create more jobs locally. True. Unfortunately, we are really out of time. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. so we, we thank you very much for, for, your, for your great insights. Dr. Titi there, Naki Sanyani Wabudikoshi. I've been doing it for the Queen of Hearts, Lara Tombele. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.